Hi, I'm Trish and welcome to the TV Deep Dive podcast. Each week we do deep dive into all things TV related. This week is part two of our fan requested ships episode, which this also concludes our couple series. So we'll be moving on to a new series pretty quickly here. So thank you guys so much for following us along on this journey. And so this episode is to kind of honor you guys to showcase some of your ships we may not necessarily seen these shows but these are ships that you guys really love and enjoy and so if you haven't listened to part one that's okay you can listen in whatever order you'd like but before we can get into this episode let me introduce you to my co-host hi i'm christina hey christina what have you been watching lately um not much honestly uh basically just the beverly hills 90210 episodes for our 90210 challenge series otherwise i haven't been watching much tv yet but hopefully i'll get to it soon that's super fair um i think the last time we recorded i was like watching black mirror so i um I have one more episode left. It's the very last episode. It's a bit of like a horror episode, I guess. And I don't really love horror stuff. So my brother-in-law is going to watch it and then get back to me. Um, So hopefully I will watch that pretty soon. Um, And then other than that, I've just been rewatching Beverly Hills 90210 as well. And I'm back on part of my OTH rewatch. The person who I'm rewatching it with, we were able to watch some episodes um so so far they are warming up to brooke they have softened to nathan they still do not like dan and um very heavily ship keith and karen and i don't know how to tell them that keith and karen don't really happen um because keith does something stupid and gets drunk and then when keith and karen do happen it's only for a few episodes before he dies so i'm like how do I, I'm not going to break this person's heart. They have noticed the chemistry between Keith and Deb and they made an offhanded comment and I immediately was just like, I had to pretend like I didn't hear it because I was like, I'm going to end up spoiling this show so badly for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jayton, they're like on the Jayton train and they're like, oh, they make such a cute couple. And then their biggest thing was they don't understand why Lucas immediately abandoned Peyton and went to Brooke because it's clear that uh, Lucas and Peyton are meant to be together. And in watching it, I think watching it like so close together, it feels like that, like when you binge watch it, because like the last episode you watched, basically like they were pining for each other. But I think that over watching the show over like a week to week period, you also see that like, Brooke and Lucas have their moments and I think Brooke and Lucas's relationship is stronger in season three than it is in season one even though in season one is when they first got together I think that he still had so many feelings for Peyton in season one that he wasn't able to like fully devote himself to Brooke and then obviously like that's also the downfall of their relationship in season three but it's different because it's like they've grown apart and he doesn't really necessarily really have feelings for Peyton anymore but it's just it's different looking at the relationship in season one versus in season three so yeah yeah no I agree all right well like I said at the top of the show we are doing part two of our fan requested ship series um if your favorite ship is not mentioned in this episode make sure you check out part one because in part one we talked about Sean and Angela from Boy Meets World Gina and Ricky from High School Musical musical the series jordan and layla from all american uh fez and letzi from euphoria jackson emma from every which way ellie and craig and uh riley and zane from degrassi 
and Tony and Ziva from NCIS. So um, make sure to check that episode out. You don't have to listen to them in any particular order because in this one we are talking about different couples. So with that, we will begin with Hook and Emma from Once Upon a Time. So Hook and Emma basically start off the series as enemies. Um, Emma is completely uninterested in him at all. Hook is like flirting with her pretty consistently from the beginning and she keeps turning him down. Then in season three, episode two, he kind of tells her he wants to get to know her more. And so we kind of just see like him flirting and her just turning him down consistently. So in 305, Hook saves Emma's father and he flirts with her some more. And then they share their first kiss despite her pretending it was just out of gratitude. That kiss was literally game changing for me. (laughs) I'm a huge Hook and Emma fan. Like I loved Once Upon a Time. So this was definitely my couple. (laughs) Um, In 307, Hook tells Emma that he intends to have her fall in love with him. And he says, when I win your heart, Emma, and I will win it, it will not be because of any trickery. It will be because you want me. 311, with Emma knowing that she's about to lose her memory of everyone she knows and loves, Hook lets her know how he feels about her and she's receptive to it. Hook says to Emma, there's not a day that will go by that I won't think of you. The episode ends with Hook finding her in New York City, eager to get her memories back. So in 322, Hook and Emma travel to the Enchanted Forest, which is full of romance and them saving each other. Um, Hook says that he would go to the end of the world for her. Emma asks Hook how she saved her, and he said he traded his ship for her, and then Emma and Hook kiss again and become an official couple. 403, Emma opens up to Hook and tells him that she's afraid of losing him, just like she lost everybody else she loves. Hook reassures her that he's a survivor, and the two share a very passionate kiss. In 404, Hook and Emma go on their very first real date. In 405, Emma shows Hook everything she saved from her childhood. This helps Hook to learn even more about her, and Emma is able to let her walls down for the first time in their relationship, in any relationship in general. 520, a test proved that Hook and Emma's love was true. Later, Emma and Hook have to say goodbye to each other. Hook makes Emma promise that she won't put up her walls again, and Emma makes him promise that he won't wait around for her. 521, after thinking Emma lost Hook forever, he returns and says, Swan. She runs to him and hugs and kisses him and is so excited that he was given another chance at life. 6.17. Hook proposes to Emma and she agrees and the two become engaged. 6.18. Hook and Emma are thrilled after they get engaged and they're just living their best lives and being in love together. 6.20. Hook and Emma are married in a very romantic and musical ceremony. 7.22, Hook and Emma show up at Regina's coronation with their daughter. Um, So just notes here, Hook acted as a surrogate father for Henry, and they're basically a family together. There are so many Hook and Emma scenes, like we could be talking about them for like the next three hours. So I tried to really cut it down to just like their most romantic parts, but sorry if I missed one of your favorites. (laughs) And you guys, again, like comment on social media, let us know if we're missing any of them, because this is not at all exhaustive. It's just us talking about some of your guys' favorite couples, hoping that maybe somebody else will want to um, get into a new show and watch because of that couple. Um, So next up is Debbie and Paxton from Never Have I Ever. It should be noted that Debbie had always had a crush on Paxton. Like it said in the very beginning that like that was someone she always had a crush on. Uh, So basically in the pilot, Debbie introduces herself to Paxton and asks him if he would have sex with her. He agrees and the two shake hands on it. So in 102, Paxton takes off his shirt and Debbie panics and makes an excuse to leave. She comes back to his house to have sex with him later, but he's upset when he finds her talking to his sister, who is very protective of her. At 103, Debbie gets very drunk at a party after seeing Paxton talking to another girl. She tries to talk to a coyote that she thinks is her dad, 
reincarnated, but it attacks her. Paxton rushes her to the hospital, and she's disappointed to find out that he only thinks of her as a friend. In 104, Paxton is very understanding of an upset Debbie and compliments her on her sorry. Okay, I just need to know right now, are you a Ben and Debbie Shepard? No. Uh, very much Paxton. And as I was rewatching this, I was sad all over again. <laughs> yeah, because I, like, I know they don't end up together. No, they don't. I knew they yeah. weren't going to, but I'm still sad about it. 105, Paxton is really upset that Debbie is using him for popularity because he thought they were friends. Uh, 107, Paxton asks Debbie to come over and she rushes over there 108 Paxton asked Debbie over to help his sister Rebecca with the photo shoot that she was doing for her fashion line this helps Paxton and Debbie to be friends again and he even tells her that she looks great Debbie falls in a pool at another party and Paxton comes to her rescue he drives her home and after listening to her open up the two share their first kiss 109 Debbie's mother finds out about her and Paxton and she is unsupportive and she calls him stupid which pushes Paxton away from Debbie 110. Paxton's sister makes him realize that he was being stupid by pulling away from Debbie, and the season ends with him calling her and leaving her a voicemail as she's kissing Ben. So 201. The voicemail is that Paxton was in the neighborhood and wanted to hang out. Paxton is at her house when she gets home, and he invites her over the next day. She thinks that he just wants to be friends, so she thinks about choosing Ben instead of Paxton. Um, But then Paxton kisses her and tells her he wants to take her on a real date. Uh, 202. Debbie doesn't want to choose between Paxton or Ben, so she tries to date both of them, which goes horribly wrong when they find out about it. Debbie tries to talk to Paxton about it, but he gets hit by a car during their fight. 203. Paxton is still upset with Debbie, but he tells her he needs her help because he wants to get into college, so she agrees to tutor him. She is really supportive of him while he is trying to do better in school. 205. Paxton doesn't want to study without Debbie because she makes it fun, and he likes spending time with her. 208. Debbie apologizes to Paxton for yelling about him about needing to study on his own more. He tells her he's upset that he lost in a mock trial against the guy she cheated on him with. Uh, 209. Debbie's so proud of Paxton for putting so much effort into his schoolwork. Paxton shows up at her window later that night in the rain to thank her for all her help. She asks if he's there to study and he says no and then the two make out leaving Debbie to think they're back together. So in 210, Paxton continues coming through her window at night to hook up with Debbie, but at school he acts like they are only friends, which confuses her. She asks him to go to the dance with her, and he turns her down. When she confronts him about this, he says he is embarrassed to date somebody publicly who cheated on him, and she tells him that she either wants a public relationship or nothing. He ends up coming to the dance to be with her, and he tells her he's there as her boyfriend, and the two share a kiss, and they start a public relationship. 301. This is their relationship era. Paxton and Debbie are officially a couple, and everybody in school is gossiping about it. The mean girls in school tell Debbie if she doesn't have sex with Paxton, he's going to leave her. But when she tells him that tells him she's not ready, he's very supportive. He says that he doesn't care and only wants to do what she's comfortable with. 302. After a girl Paxton used to be friends with tells Debbie about how bad he treated her, she convinces him he needs to apologize to everyone he hurt or else she can't be with him. So he agrees. Debbie later gets jealous when he is friendly with her after apologizing. So basically, this is the Monica Chandler storyline where she's like, you need to apologize for the girl yes. for that. Yes, but then immediately gets super jealous and hates that she's friendly with her. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So 303, Paxton excitedly tells Debbie that he has a romantic Valentine's Day plan for her. She is upset when the quiz tells Paxton's ex Haley that he is her perfect match. Paxton shows Debbie that his perfect match is her and she is excited until she finds out that he was actually lying to her. She confronts him for his lie and he said he didn't want her to be upset. He then tells her she's beautiful and smart and wants her to see that in herself he breaks up with her because he said he really likes her but they can't have a real relationship until she really likes herself 
Aw, that's kind of sweet, but also, yeah. Three or four, Paxton and Debbie are jealous when they see each other moving on with other people. Three oh eight, Debbie tells Paxton he's her hero when he shows up with alcohol for her party. Debbie appears happy when Paxton tells her him and his girlfriend broke up, leaving her new boyfriend jealous. He says he needs someone who challenges him like Debbie does. He doesn't say that, but it's implied. Um, Debbie's boyfriend catches Paxton comforting Debbie after crying about her father, and he gets really upset. Three ten. Uh, Debbie goes to watch Paxton graduate and he does a speech about how Debbie pushed him to be better and do things he wasn't good at. Paxton says he owes Debbie a lot and he probably wouldn't be going to college without her and she thanks him for helping her get through the death of her dad. 403. Debbie's excited to see Paxton again. She encourages him not to give up on college. 405. Debbie apologizes to Paxton for being judgmental about him leaving college. Did they literally have him leave college so that he could be hanging out with the rest? them because they realized that making him older was kind of dumb yeah and like they made him go away to school so like there they there was no other option <laughs> like, like he kind of had to come back he goes back to college at the end of the season though don't worry <laughs> 406 debbie wants to work on the swim team with paxton he comforts her and encourages her to make up with fabulola and the two even flirt a little 407 Paxton tells Debbie he thought that she wanted to work on the swim team for him and she said no but it is a nice perk the two end up getting stuck in the storage room together they flirt and joke around about how they first met Paxton tells Debbie that she's too good for him and they kiss before getting caught 410 Paxton tells Debbie that he's going back to college for teaching she tells him she talks about reinventing herself and he gives her something from the swim team as a commemorative thing and tells her not to reinvent herself they share one final hug and we lost (laughs) and that's the end of them guys but according to uh the show itself that's the end for now so who knows maybe we might get something we're probably not but whatever yeah who knows i like to think they get back together down the line but that's just me um next up we have three couples from new girl i'm starting off with nick and jess obviously um nick and jess um they have so many moments and like they are probably one of the most like shippable couples out there. This list is not exhaustive at all. It's literally just their top moment. So if there's a moment that we're missing or that you think we should highlight, like definitely let us know. So 101, obviously, it's the pilot. And they meet for the first time and become roommates. Uh, 2.15 is their first kiss. So they were basically like playing a game and they're forced to kiss until they're like in a room alone together and they're having a really hard time kissing and Nick basically says like I don't want to kiss you like this and then when they are just about to go for the kiss her boyfriend at the time shows up because she had called him in a panic. Um, So they leave the apartment because he's wearing like this terrible trench coat that he stole from one of the neighbors and he has to give the trench coat back. Because the neighbor is like all pissed and so as they're leaving they're like joking and flirting. and so Nick grabs her and the two kiss passionately. He then makes a comment, I meant something like this, and then immediately returns to his room. Yeah, this, when I tell you this, like, I didn't want to watch New Girl, honestly, like, this is just, like, not really about this, but I didn't want to watch New Girl. I was like, oh, whatever. And then I was, like, homesick one day, and I saw, like, one episode, and just the excessively, the excessive amount of chemistry between Nick and Jess, I literally went back and watched every single episode, because I was like, I... I'm too invested now. And this episode was like the first one I saw. And I was like, yep, this is it. <laughs> um, so 221, they go on their first date. Jess and Nick, who are caught between friendship and something more, try to break out of relationship limbo by going on a first date. At 225, 
they basically start a relationship. They decide to give it a real go. Basically, they're on their way to like Cece's wedding, and um, Nick's Nick is like dressed for the wedding, and then Jess's dad is like, "That's the suit you're gonna wear." And so he ends up like getting changed, and Jess is like, "It doesn't matter what my dad thinks." And so then Nick is like, "Okay," and then they decide to like have a real relationship. Um. So then in three twenty, um, Nick and Jess have their first breakup. Um, basically they just realize that they both have like very different life goals and they just have been arguing a lot and it's just not working out for them at this moment so they break up in 522 Jess realizes that she's still in love with Nick and then in 622 um, they get back together again finally so then 706 is their engagement and then 707 they get married and I have to say like I wanted their wedding to be more I kind of like I know like it's like the sitcom like cliche where everyone has like a really like like a ridiculously horrible wedding but like we were waited so long for them to get there that I wanted it to be like more cute and not her like in the hospital with an eye patch but oh well what are you gonna do (laughs) and then 708 which is the finale we basically see their future which is like super cute very very cute so next up is also from new girl it's Schmidt and Cece so again we meet both characters in the pilot um Cece is introduced as Jess's friend um and I feel like Schmidt is basically immediately like oh my god she's beautiful I want to be with her (laughs) yeah and like early on like Schmidt basically says that like he's gonna marry her and then literally this is jumping ahead but then he pulls out the five dollar bill that he wrote it because he wrote in the douche jar and he like proposes with that which is like super cute because he knew he knew all along he was just immediately like immediately in love with her and I just I just there's something so special about their relationship honestly like it's just so perfect 113 they've been hooking up for some time and they agree to start a real relationship um so in 124 the two of them do break up but they're still like very much in love with each other at 225 uh smith sabotages cc's wedding um well he attempts to sabotage it but it doesn't even end up working but the wedding ends up falling apart because um her husband is in love with taylor swift or ellen yeah (laughs) So that ends up like working out in their favor. And um, and she told them that she wants to try it again. So they agreed to have another relationship. That lasts only for a little bit because in 303, Cece breaks up with Schmidt when she discovers that he was also dating Elizabeth at the same time. Which is so dumb because um, Nick is like, how are you? Nick is like, did you choose? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, who'd you choose? And he's like, I chose. And he's like, well, who did you choose? He's like, well, I'm dating both of them. <laughs> it's like, that is not a choice, Schmidt um although in the middle of season four um cc admits to still having feelings for him nothing really happens and then in 422 schmidt admits to his feelings for cc and he also proposes to her which you brought up earlier a very very sweet romantic proposal 522 uh it's their wedding and then in 622 cc reveals that she's pregnant which she wasn't sure she was even going to be able to have kids and it's just so sweet and it's just like they're like, it's just one of the best moments of theirs, I feel like. It was just so perfect. Yeah. And then season seven just sees them basically, like, raising Ruth, who doesn't like Nick. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, like, really cute to see them, like, be the family that they, like, we always wanted them to be. Um, And then our last couple from New Girl is Allie and Winston. 
Um, so in 422, this is where they meet, and Allie's introduced as Winston's training officer. And Nick and Coach are just like, how can she be your training officer? She's so tiny. She's so short. <laughs> and then 419, Winston wants to be friends with her. Um, yeah. And so he like wants to be like off duty friends with her. And she's kind of like, I don't really want to be friends with you. Um, and they basically have this like joke um, about like how they can't fall in love with each other. And she thought that they maybe might have feelings for each other. But then um, they bring her to he brings her to a bar mitzvah. And she's like, okay, never mind. You don't have any feelings for me. <laughs> um, in 508, Winston realizes that he likes her and wants to ask her out. But she wants to know if her boyfriend can come. So that kind of like puts a Damper on their date. <laughs> so in 518, Winston remembers her cop anniversary and they share their first real kiss. Yeah. And then they basically spend um season the rest of season five and season six like in a relationship. Um so then in 616, um Allie is trying to propose to Winston, but Winston is actually planning this really romantic and elaborate um proposal for her as well. And the two get engaged this episode. Yeah. Um, and then in 707, um, she gives birth to their son. But then we also get to, like a time jump and we get to see that they have more kids as well. Yeah, I just I love that little time jump they did. It's just like I love seeing like where they are down the line. I know it's like super like controversial because a lot of people are like the time jump was dumb. Why did we have to get the time jump? Like a lot of people were upset about the time jump. I don't care. I like seeing everyone live happily ever after. <laughs> And so our last couple that we're going to cover is Iris and Barry from The Flash. Again, Iris and Barry have so many moments. It's so hard to pick them. So we just highlighted the main ones from the relationship. So basically, like, before the show starts, we find out that Iris and Barry have been friends for a long time because Iris's dad had taken Barry in after, like, his mom was killed and everything like that. Barry's always kind of had a crush on Iris, but never really, like, they didn't really do much about it. Yes, um, so in 109, Barry confesses his love for Iris. And I just have to say, they're like best friends to lovers excellence, these two. Um, 115, it's their first kiss. It's not really like, it's just, it's their, it's not like an official kiss, but it's their like first ever kiss. This is the one where they then like go back in time and that like kiss was kind of erased, right? Yeah. 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 That was really sad, but it was a great kiss. Um, and then in 220, Iris tells Barry that she loves him. Um, and so then in 221, to kind of like let her into his world a little bit more, um, Barry and Iris visit Barry's mom's grave. And then in 309, Barry gives um, Iris the loft that they end up living in together. In 401, Barry can't remember Iris, but he eventually does. So then she says, you came back to me. And he says, always. So sweet. And then 408 is their wedding, which is very exciting. And we were waiting for it. We didn't actually like see their wedding in 408. Their wedding is like spread across three different shows. And so they don't actually get married until like the crossover. So it's like, a, I think it's a um, Arrow Flash Supergirl crossover. And I think the wedding like officially happens on the Supergirl part. But their wedding is started in 408 on the flash flash. yeah they do a lot of crossover um episodes so it's like even hard it's there's even more content that we could even possibly imagine so in 505 they go to this really fancy gala and they're like having issues because their future daughter has come into the picture and they're trying to like figure everything out so they're like we need a moment so they go to the gala together and they end up just dancing and it's like super cute in 617 um 
this is when uh, Iris is technically like the real Iris is in the mirror verse. And so they get a chance to like have a glimpse at each other and then they vow to return to each other. And then in 718, they renew their vows again, which is very romantic. Um, and then in 913, Iris gives birth to Nora. Yeah. And there's like really happy in the finale, which is really nice because they deserve to just be like happy and in love. So that wraps up our deep dive into your fan requested ships. Um, feel free to like let us know if there's any other ships you guys like us to cover. We may do another episode where we just talk about like fan ships and stuff like this. This also concludes our couple series. So over the series, we've talked about major couples from One Tree Hill. We talked about Ryan and Marissa from the OC, Nathan and Haley from One Tree Hill, Kelly and Dylan from Beverly Hills 90210 major ships from Degrassi so feel free to check that out we are entering into a new series all focused on music moments we've posted on socials but feel free to comment any of your favorite music moments from tv we are going to highlight uh Degrassi, One Tree Hill, The OC and Everly Hills, Nano 210 and then we're also going to do another fan episode where we just talk about your favorite moments from tv in general as well as some of our other ones from shows that may not necessarily have like a lot of music moments so we'll be talking about a few moments from like Gossip Girl from How I Met Your Mother um Grey's Anatomy so just feel free to reach out on those we'll be posting when we are recording those episodes um we also have another podcast that drops on Tuesdays called the BH Challenge Pod, where we basically try to pick the best 90210 episode. So feel free to give that a listen. New episodes of this podcast drop every single Thursday. Um, we recently just dropped an episode where we collabed with The Hive. So give them a listen as well. We had so much fun talking only murderers in the building. Feel free to reach out over on Twitter and Instagram. Give us a rating over on Apple and Spotify. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you.